With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ryder Cup, and even in this big football Friday and everything else, I take time out to watch the Ryder Cup. I watched all of it. I love I love it. And I like, you know what's fun about it is a strategy. There's so much good strategy in this. So I can get Brandel involved in this now. Brandel Chambly of the Golf Channel joins us now. You can watch it all on the Golf Channel tonight, 2 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Brandel, welcome. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. A little tired because, like you, I'm I've sure. been up all doggone night and I'm going to be again tonight. That's <laughs> it. But I'm looking forward to it. And let me get to a couple of things. Number one, what was Furick thinking putting Phil out there in the afternoon? And how puzzled were you experts with the Mickelson uh, DeChambeau team? Well, it's the most indecipherable combo that I've ever seen, indecipherable decision I've ever seen a captain make. People can malign or try to denigrate Hal Sutton for putting Tiger and Phil out there, but on paper it looked good. People can criticize Davis Love for maybe sitting Phil Mickelson and Keegan Bradley in 2012 on Saturday, but they wanted to sit. They want, they asked to be sit. This, well, this was just all Jim Furyk's doing, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just Phil Mickelson wanting to get out there and show that he could hit fairways. But he is the least accurate player on the team. Uh, putting him out there made absolutely no sense and burdened uh, not only Bryson DeChambeau, but his team. Um, Why wouldn't you put him out in four ball? Why put him out in four some where he's no good to begin with and put him out in the wind? Well, that's that's exactly it. Last night, when we saw the pairings for this morning, we thought, well, Phil will sit all day. Right. And he's just going to play him Saturday morning in the four balls. It made no sense to anybody who studies the game a little bit to put Phil Mickelson out there. But Phil Phil just has a way of impacting the pairings gotcha. in sort of this clandestine way. You he's never Phil. know what he's thinking. It's Phil. You never know yeah. what he's doing. You never know how he's doing it, why he's doing it. But, you know, I, I have a feeling. Look, there's no way Freer comes to this decision all by himself. There's just no way he could sit down with any metrics. They pay for these metrics. There's no way they could sit down with any metrics and say, yeah, that's what I like. That's a good decision. It had to be something that you know that Phil had in mind, and he had concocted, and he thought it would work. And he came um, up with the worst performance maybe in Ryder Cup history. They were the mortified. Best, mortified. The best, according to – look, it's not hard to find all these metrics anymore. Right. And, and you run them all. The best foursomes team on paper that the U.S. has is Tiger and Bryson DeChambeau. Now, if if Tiger was not feeling particularly good because he didn't look great right. uh, in the morning, he, he looked like he might have been struggling. He looked like right. he, he, he was wasn't taking the club back far. Not at all, and he was yeah. quick. Uh, yeah. You still don't put Phil out with Bryson. Uh, you know, you you just you just don't do it. You put uh, yeah. absolutely. You know, choose anybody because anybody on the team hits it straighter than Phil. Now tell me this: Why did now is it the Tiger reason? Why did he take one of the great teams, Reed and Spieth, and break it up? Well, that's a very good question. Um, you know, I, I made the analogy that he had a winning hand, and he decided to shuffle the deck. I mean, no they reason. were great. They weren't good. They were great. It would be the like breaking up can... Fleetwood and Malinari tomorrow. You'd be out of your mind. The only thing I can say is that earlier this year, 
the cameras caught Patrick Reed making some off-the-cuff sort of snide remarks about Spieth at Is Bay that Hill. True? Really? Yeah, okay. yeah. He hit it. He hit it way left, and he called for a ruling, and the rules official came up there, and they weren't going to give him a drop, and he said something along the lines of, "Well, I guess I'm not Jordan Speed." And then the very next week at the match play, he was ended up in the same match play uh, quad with Jordan Speed, and it inevitably they were going to face. And Patrick Reed said something along the lines of, "Well, my back's still sore from carrying him in the Ryder Cup." Ooh. Now. All of those things have a way of getting around uh, very quickly. And I'm sure, you know, Patrick wasn't the most popular player right. years ago when right. he was making the Ryder Cup team. And there was a sense that nobody really wanted to pa- get paired with him. And I, he- I heard that Jordan Spieth went to the captain and said, look, I'll play with him. And it ended up being this fantastic team. Right. So maybe there was some of that. Maybe it was just that this was the first time Justin Thomas ever made a team. And he wanted and to play with Speeth, and Spieth Tiger and wanted Thomas, to play with Reed? Right, and Speeth and Thomas are perfect on paper. Right. And you're always struggling to find a player that can breathe in Tiger Woods' atmosphere. And nobody can. And so here's a guy who dresses like Tiger Woods. Right, who's cocky. So, so, yeah. so maybe they thought he could stand up. Right. And look, they played. They played well. No, they played uh, well. Like, they didn't play as well as Fleetwood. And Fleetwood had to make those putts. He made those great putts, and, and they got beat. They played okay. They did. There's no question. Yeah, they played yeah. well. You know, they were yeah. they, they were six under par. Uh, right. I mean, this is good golf. It's not. No, they played well. I can't. Yeah, they I, they got beat by a team that played great. There's no, that, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, that's exactly right. They did, I made some comments for tomorrow. Tell me what you think of them. I, this is what I said. I said, we won't see Phil at all. We won't see Sham, uh, DeChambeau at all. We won't see Bubber at all. And I'm not sure. We'll see. maybe we'll see Webb Simpson in the afternoon. And if they're losing, he'll put out the same, probably the same four groups. You buy that or no? Well, there are a lot I, I agree with. I think we might see. It depends on if Tiger looks good. Oh, if in Tiger the can't play or not, he might not be able. So they could put Webb Simpson maybe in with uh, for him. Yeah, it, it depends. I, I still think it, somehow there's somehow Jim Furyk has to know that Tiger and Bryson DeChambeau are the best foursome team on paper. If Tiger looks good. If things work out, I would right. expect to see Tiger and Bryson DeChambeau in the afternoon in foursomes. If, he, if we see Phil Mickelson again in foursomes, that's impossible. You can't see plot. you can't see Phil. You can't see Bubba. Right. The problem with the United States team, and it was very evident uh, this afternoon, but we had talked about it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday ad nauseum. They don't have really anybody on the team, even their their shorter hitters, guys like Webb Simpson and Jordan Speed. Their shorter hitters are not particularly that straight even. Right. So and and here comes Europe and they've got seven or eight guys on their team who are almost exclusively known for their ability to hit it straight, which means they've got choices galore for foursomes. This is why I, I debated and argued for a Kyle Stanley pick or a Kevin Kisner pick. Instead I, of I, whom? I, Instead of Tony Finau. Tony Finau is a fabulous player, but they already had five or six Tony Finau. And should Kepka have bubbles. played twice today? He's one of the best players in the world. Why didn't he Who's play that? twice? Kepka. Yes, exactly. But my point is about Finau is that right. there was already a Watson and a bubble. Right. They didn't, was, they, they didn't need another, another big hitter. They didn't need another big hitter. Who, right. and, and, and the only other player on the team uh, less accurate than Finau off of the right. team was, was Mickelson. Gotcha. So why wouldn't you pick a Kisner? Or a Kyle Stanley, somebody who Kyle Stanley is the closest thing that the United States would have had to Henrik Stenson, wow. the closest thing. So and someone who's just going to hit it straight is going to hit it straight. Oh, he can, and, and he's got 
He's got he's got more power, believe it or not, right. than Henrik Stenson because and Kisner's another one who hits driver. it straight too. Kisner hits it straight. He too. is, he yeah. is, and he's a and Kisner's a fabulous putter. So you'd get a two for one with Kisner. So the easy decision was to pick Tony Finau. He's a likable guy. He was hot. Everybody wanted him, but it's not about it's not about picking the most popular player. It's about picking the right player. It's about picking the player that fills out your weaknesses. And they had glaring foursomes weaknesses. Glaring. You know, right, Phil Mickelson. Go, yeah. ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Phil Mickelson, again, I, I, I see why they picked him, but they could have picked somebody who could fill out the team in foursomes. And, uh, and they didn't. All right. Uh, they're down 5-3 after getting swamped this afternoon. They now go back into four ball in the morning. Give me your thoughts on each of the matchups. Kepka, Finau versus Garcia, McElroy. What do you? What do you? What's your thought? Well, McElroy looks out of sorts. He really does. So it, it will be a big question mark of whether or not Rory can can play the type of golf that, well, that you you used to expect Rory to play all the time. So I would give the the edge there to Kepka and Finau. DJ Fowler against Casey and Hatton. Uh, again, uh, Casey played beautiful golf in the morning. Terrell was a little bit, uh, a little bit off. He was, wasn't that sharp with his irons. I'd give the edge to, to DJ and, and Fowler there. Tiger and Reed against the, uh, superstar team of Fleetwood and Molinari. It's tough for a team to go, you know, three and O, but they're likely to do it. I mean, they really are. Uh, Woods look tight. Uh, and again, Reed didn't really hold up when the pressure got thick. Thomas, Thomas and Spieth against Rahmer and uh, Poulter. <laughs> well, this is a tough one. You know, you got the two most passionate players in Poulter and Rahm out there against two guys that just ooze talent. Um, you know, this one could very easily be a draw. It could go all the way to the 18th hole. That, that's an interesting one. As you said, the other two guys, you're never going to rattle Spieth to Thomas, and the other two guys are nuts, so it's going to be fun. Now, that'll be, and, and they're very talented, and Poulter's Mr. Now, Let's say they, let's say the U.S. is a point behind, okay? Going to, what, would you, what would be your key in foursomes in the afternoon? What would, you, what would you change? Let's say it's even at best, or let's say they're a point behind. We're talking about Brandel Chambly of, of the Golf Town. What would you change for the foursomes? Well, I, I, I would compliment Fowler with somebody who could hit it straight. Now, again, um, this would involve, you've already talked about Bubba, shouldn't be playing in the afternoon. Besides the fact that he doesn't drive it straight, he, he's under the weather. So you right. need to find Fowler with a, a partner who can hit it straight. Would so you, you play Webb Simpson? Webb Simpson. you got That's okay. perfect. That's exactly what I would do. I would put Dustin Johnson with Brooks Kepka. Even though I, I've Boy, that's muscle mania. Want, that's muscle mania right, right there. The those very two. best. They don't drive it straight, right. particularly, but they're not terrible, right? They're no, not, and they're great they're players. They're great players, right. and Dustin Johnson is the very best in the world out of the rough. Very best. He's the best. So there you have Dustin Johnson and Brooks Koepka. Neither one of them have a pulse. So now you've got two solid foursomes teams out there. And let's, let's just assume that Tiger Woods shows up and he doesn't look stiff. Then you throw out Bryson DeChambeau and Tiger Woods, and you've got on paper the best, the best foursomes team out there. That's three. The problem is finding a fourth foursome team for the U.S. Uh, Europe has no such problem. No such problem. They've got four solid foursome teams. So you go there. back with Thomas and Spieth as your fourth team? Thomas and Spieth, yes. You know, again, they're going to miss some fairways. They're going to, they're going to struggle. I would, I would, I, you know, I don't know. I would watch Thomas 
and speed, figure out which one was hitting it straightest. And then I would, you know, try to figure out, you know, if there was, if there was somebody else on the sidelines that may hit it straighter, because you have to find somebody that's going to hit fairways. You can't have somebody playing out of the rough uh, because Europe just has too many guys that hit it straight. Are you surprised Rose isn't playing tomorrow morning, or you thought he'd take a a, a, a day, a half a day off? Well, I'm a little surprised that Rose isn't playing tomorrow, but he'll play four matches. And I thought he'd be a five. Really... I thought he would be a five myself. I thought Fleetwood would be a five. I thought Rose would be a five. Yeah, well, but I mean, they've got rookies that have played so well on this golf course. So right. they've got Tommy Fleetwood who's won there. They got Alex Noren who's won there. They yeah, Noren played Ron, well too. Noren played so, well too. Yeah. yeah, so they've got they got you know, and they've got loads of players. Uh, and I think they're um, I think they're gambling on the foursomes. They want Rose sharp for the foursomes so that they'll have the momentum tomorrow night going into the singles because that's where, on paper, uh, matchup for matchup, the USA should should beat Europe. And Europe probably needs a three-point lead to get into singles to be able to win this. A two-point lead, I don't know that that'll get it done. Well, and, what would you do, and, and what would you do, Brandel, Sunday? Let's say you go into Sunday and let's say it's even or it's one-point Europe. Are you going to front-load? How are you going to play it? Are you going to go heavy early and go your yeah. big guns early? Or are you going to go... Middle, late. How would you load it yeah. up, and what would you do if you were the Americans to counter? Well, I would. I would certainly have Tiger Woods late. Uh, late. You know, Tiger Woods has been late. Yeah, Tiger Woods has been late several times when it didn't really matter. But if if it's a one or two, even a three point ball game, if, uh, because on paper again the USA should win the singles, then you've got to have Tiger Woods in the the 11 or 12 spot because right. nobody else can handle the heat better than Tiger Woods. And then and I would, would have you open with? right there. I would put, Kepka, I w- would you put Kepka first to open up strong? Or would you put him at the back? I would put Kepka at the back because okay. it's, it's going to matter. It's going to come down to that. I would put Spieth and Thomas. Spieth is a, is a chomping at the bit. The younger guys chomping at the bit. Uh, you know, Thomas is, is unafraid. Spieth more at the front. Um, Bro- you know, Brooks Kepka Tiger, I would have towards the back. And then I would, you know, I would have a talk with Ricky Fowler. I would have a talk with Dustin Johnson. You know, you'd have to have a talk with Bubba Watson. You'd have, you know, you'd you'd pray that you get Phil Mickelson in the right matchup that you'd like. You know, you'd cross your fingers and hope that that Mickelson is going to draw uh, a, a Thorborn Olsson, who drives it, is the only player there who drives it crookeder than Phil Mickelson. <laughs> you know, so you, you you just cross your fingers and try to guess where they're going to put Thorborn Olsson, and you think, all right, I'll try to put Phil where they're going to put him. And uh, and you play the guessing game. That's what's great about the Ryder Cup is that you just don't know when you put it out there where the other team's going to put theirs. The weakness for the Americans is clearly the foursome. Which team do you think is their strongest foursome team tomorrow afternoon? For the U.S.? Yeah. For the U.S., I, look, if they choose to use Tiger and Bryce. You think Tiger DeChambeau is a good team? Yeah, it, it's on paper it's the best. There's, gotcha. It's, it's okay. absolutely the best. Uh, you know, I could make an argument again for Brooks and DJ, which on paper wouldn't look great, but there are some things that the people who dive into those metrics don't always consider. But uh, on paper, Tiger and Bryson DeChambeau are, are the best team, which is why it's so baffling that they weren't out there today. And what guy do you think? Now, Fleetwood's played wonderfully. Who do you think you can count on? Rosen Fleetwood right now, 
how many other guys do you think you can count on in the singles other than, say, Rose and Fleetwood who were playing? Molinari you could probably count on too, right? Oh, scores of them. The Molinari, yes. Norn, Alex Norn, who's Norn, won Norn, you there. think he'll play well too, okay. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Justin Rose, absolutely. Right. Uh, you know, Hendrick Stinson can get a balky putter from a little bit. Right. And Sergio Garcia's not as good when you're getting by himself. Again, that's why... I think if the USA is within two points, because all they've got to do is get to 14. Europe has to get to 14 and a half to win right. the Ryder Cup. So you think if they're within two, they win? If they're within two, they win. If they're within three, I think they'll lose in a nail-biter. Now, if they get beat in the morning tomorrow, Randall, do you think they will have a very tough time tomorrow afternoon? Or Are you worried about the American team tomorrow afternoon, or do you think they can hold their own tomorrow afternoon? No, I'm I'm worried about them. I think that uh, you know the best they could hope for would be a two and a half, one and a half loss in the in, in the, the afternoon. afternoon. Wow, yeah, that's that's. I think that's the best they could hope for. And what do you think in the morning, looking at the matchups? You think they can get a split, or you think they can do better than that? No, I think the USA could win in the morning, two and a half to one and a half. Uh, okay, you know, I I, I do. I think uh, I think they they in the four ball. It's it's they've got more firepower. They've got better putters. Uh, they got guys who break par more often. You know, there's lots of different uh, ways you can dive in, but uh, but on every single aspect, the USA wins in four balls. All right, we're talking with Brandon Shamley. This is WFAN in New York at uh, five o'clock. WFAN FM in New York. Now, a couple quickies. Number one, what guy on the American team were you most disappointed in from what you saw today? Well, Phil. Okay. And what guy? I figured it was obvious. And what guy on the European well, team Bryson were you most disappointed? Well, didn't play well either, but I think right. that's partly because he's a rookie. Yeah, blame Phil. There was somebody okay. struggling. Yeah. What team? What guy on the American uh, on the European team was it? Rory. It was Rory. Uh, you know, Rory has spent his entire career working with Michael Bannon, uh, and on the day before the Ryder Cup, he was obviously working with Pete Cowan, who is a renowned coach and arguably the greatest coach in the country uh, or in the world. But they were clearly working together, and it just seemed like an odd time to be changing your golf swing um, the day before Ryder Cup. And he played, he played awful. He didn't make it. He's the only player that didn't make a single birdie in the morning. Uh, you know, he double crossed himself several times. He was leaving it out to the right, uh, and it was uh, it was not the Roy McIlroy that uh, we're used to seeing. One last question: um, the Ryder Cup team started. Uh, with this season, a little differently than anyone expected in that when, it, when they got over there, Tiger Woods was Tiger Woods again. Is it hurting this team? Has it hurt this team when Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods? Does it just overshadow and blow the doors off that team? When he's not there, are they better than when he's Tiger Woods? Well, there is a, you know, I, I, I dove into this earlier this week and wrote about it. There's, there's what I would call a Tiger-filled dilemma. They've played on seven teams together. They've lost six times. Yes. The only time they've won is when they eked out a victory in 1999. Tiger Woods changes the temperature of every room he walks into. He's like a human thermostat through no fault of his own. Just people get tight. They get nervous. They don't know what to say. And people play poorly around him. He doesn't really get the support he needs. And, Phil, you know, there's, there's all kinds of, of literature out there on group dynamics when you have two leaders, two alpha males on a group. They, if they don't cooperate, if they rub up against each other, the group suffers. And it's obvious that group dynamics are a huge part. It's just no surprise that Paul McGinley and Paul Azinger 
are considered the two best captains maybe ever in the Ryder Cup, and they paid a lot of attention to group dynamics and individual psychology. And there's really been no captain that sufficiently sleuthed out the problem that Tiger and Phil and that dilemma, because Phil is an alpha male, and every single time he's been pa- paired with, and I'm talking about Davis Love, Tiger Woods, Jim Furyk, David Duvall, he's he's 0 and 8, 0 and 8. <laughs> he's never won with another what you would call an alpha male. You know, Phil's used to to giving all the answers, to being the guy, to being the cock of the walk. But when you put him on a team with somebody else who's so clearly his superior, and that would be Tiger Woods, well, it just has not turned out well. And no captain has been able to sufficiently sort of figure that out. That's the reason that Paul Azinger, I'm convinced, has he came up with the pods in the first place, the pods format, getting his team in three different groups of four so that he could mitigate the influence of you know, two competing leaders. He could get them on different teams. But then Tiger didn't make the team, and he had Phil on the team. But the only teams that have won in the last 18 years are teams without Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods didn't play in 2016. Tiger Woods didn't play in 2008. That's because Phil can be the top dog. But when Tiger's it, around, it's And different. Arnie and Jack won because the competition just wasn't good enough? Is that why? Well, I think Arnie and Jack did it. They were different, you know. They, they, you know, for that week they were buddies. They played together. Uh, they, they, they put their arms around each other. They had drinks together. They laughed together. Um, yeah, they were competitors in business and competitors in golf tournaments. But they, I think they had a much more generous spirit when it came to the Ryder Cup than either Tiger or Phil have had. Interesting. Very fascinating, as a matter of fact. And here, do you think the American team's in trouble? Yes. You do. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yes, they're very likely going to be three or four down tomorrow, and and then that's you know that is on on foreign soil. That is a very big hurdle to overcome, especially on a golf course that punishes inaccurate drives. And that's, that's very, not an accident. Yeah. That's Thomas Bjorn. He did it on purpose. Yeah, I'm, is, I'm sure. Heads sure. up out of him. I'm sure he did. So, hey, listen, it's fascinating stuff. Uh, thanks for a couple of minutes. We'll be watching. Enjoy it. Thank you very much, Randall. Appreciate it. You betcha, Mike. Take care. Thank Bye-bye. you. Randall Shambly, great stuff. Really, very fascinating stuff, especially the group dynamics. It's amazing. Tiger and Phil, every time they're in a Ryder Cup, it's a catastrophe. It really is. And Tiger goes out today and loses. And, you know, he didn't look great. And then Phil went out there and played about as, bad, as badly as you could possibly play. I mean, he, could, he, hit the, he took an iron off the tee. You know, just to make sure he could, you know, knock it down the middle and he hit it in the water with the iron. Back after this.